Hello and welcome to the Thursday show. I don't know why I'm down like hiding in the little frame here. Welcome on? on the Frontline Gaming Network. This is your weekly tournament rundown show where you run down the hottest and biggest tournaments coming up over the course of the weekend. We're going to tell you about what the meta is. We're going to tell you what the meta isn't and how it's changing. we got our finger on the pulse and I can't wait to talk about it. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. And Dustin Henshaw. Hello, everybody. We're going to be talking about the Baltic Cup 10, the Denver 40K Fight Club, and the San Antonio Shootout. Cool names for places. Before we do do that, uh, I do want to give a shout out to the 2D6 Grand Tournament 41-player five-round event in Oslo, Norway. Organizing club is the largest in Norway with over 180 members. They have a two-story clubhouse. That's awesome. Jelly. That's awesome. Yeah, open 24-7. What? Whoa. That's How cool is that? Dude, I love this type of trivia, wow. by the way. I love from from around the globe and seeing how how just how cool some of these clubs are. It makes me want to visit. Like, can I go get mm. a game in over there? What do you need? A membership card? Like, what do I got to do? You imagine I mean, I like, like mid spring, you've been out in the town with the boys. You got a kebab in one hand, a beverage in the other. And you're like, you know what? I really feel like right now, game of Necromunda. And you rock on over to the freaking clubhouse <laughs> and just rock one out at like two a.m. in the morning. That Sounds is good. awesome. Yeah, so we got you know with the events we talked about, the you know we weren't able to put a, a big feature spotlight on them, but definitely wanted to mention it for everything else that was going on. Again, so cool to be checking into play places all over the world. If you were just joining us or listening to us after the fact, we do this live each and every Thursday here on the Frontline Game Network, nine p.m. Eastern time. A couple minutes late this time. I apologize. Uh, but around nine ish p.m. Eastern time, we have a great chat community bunch of cool people uh, to say hello to they keep the show as live and as active as we do it's like they're all cast members so awesome uh come join us and hang out with us uh if you're listening to us after the fact you know if you haven't got nothing else to do you realize you could be hanging out with us right now absolutely i mean if you're not why aren't you and if you are welcome if you're painting what else are you gonna do other than listen to us and chat with us while you paint Makes we haven't sense. asked people what do they do when they're hanging out listening. Yeah, that's uh, actually a good question. What, yeah, does, we what do, do you do? You, do you actually like physically sit there and look at your laptop, your phone, your TV, and watch us and interact with us, or are you actually doing something else? I'd, perched perched? on Meta Watch. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think that they they sit there with their hat in their hands, waiting to see if their list gets read out, and they throw it on the ground, uh, throw some popcorn yeah. at the screen, spit on the ground in disgust but with that enthralling that they can't be busy doing anything else. That's true. Well, they're, they're start feverishly painting. They're waiting till the, to Thursday to figure out what they need to paint for Saturday. For Saturday. Yeah, that's, leaving it that's that ballsy. fine. That's yeah. ballsy. Like, any, like a lot of tournament players. Don't worry, you're not alone out there. <laughs> no, of course not. I would never paint 60 neophytes in four days for a tournament. Yeah, uh, who's, who's like, ever done that? Uh, who's ever done that? Love it, folks, sounding off. Uh, building Votan, uh, eating you know playing some video games absolutely love it yeah cool anyway we, we appreciate y'all taking the time and of course we appreciate the folks listening after the fact also but you know just want to make it clear that you could come hang out if uh, you have the time uh so the first thing we want to talk about is the baltic cup 10 that's from hamburg germany in in europe i'm actually told that's in europe yeah uh, oh, okay wait, just, this just in <laughs> it's in europe yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, 111 players. Uh, we do have, we got to ring the bell of shame here is that it's a giant event. 41 players out of the 111 did not list their faction. You know how hard that makes our jobs. So we got to, 
do a little shit. It's it's literally like another thirty minutes to do the the single to do that event. And so to that to that extent, in punishment for taking thirty minutes of my life, I give you the dishonorable faction breakdown. This is the list of everybody who did not list their faction. <laughs> And, the, and the, the, the breakdown of how many of each faction. So we can shame them appropriately uh, because you should feel ashamed. I I don't know. I think this is actually going to make people want to not put their faction in more. No, we got we can't we can't give we can't give a, a spotlight to this. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you don't get to get talked about. We're going to the next set. There you go. Yeah, Damn. we we did the work, but you're not getting it. That's so it. only I get punished from this. Yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> that's what happens. As always, that's what always happens. <laughs> uh, it feels bad. It feels so bad. let's just go straight to the podium. Straight to the podium. <laughs> no. Uh, well, let's read the let's read the factions just so we can get a clear picture. Because you know, one of the things that, that one of the hallmarks of the show, why we do it, is to actually show people how you know what what the the kind of rivers and streams of of how the factions are are being adjusted as folks get information from the previous weeks. That's right. Uh, unfortunately, only forty-one of you didn't put your lesson on time. That was that's just was is los. Come on, guys. Come on. All right. For the Imperial Super Faction, there are five stitches of battle, two custodes, four Astro Militarum, three Grey Knights, and seven Imperial Knights. Space Marines, there's two Space Wolves, five Blood Angels. Chaos, there's five T Suns, five Death Guard, nine Demons, five Renegade Knights. Heretic Astartes, there's two Creations of Bile, one Black Legion, four Emperor's Children, one Iron Warriors, and one Night Lords. Xenos, there's six Necrons, six Orcs, 13 Tau. Holy smokes. Yikes. <laughs> one Votan. And then Hive Mind, there's a six Tyranids in a Gene Stealer Cult. Eldaria, there's one Drukari, six Harlequins, six Asuriani, and two Inari, meaning the faction podium is Tau at 13. Demons and CSM tied in second with nine, and the Imperial Knights in third with seven. Tau, wow, okay, they are they are coming in hot. It, this in is Germany. scary. This, this 111 players, 13 Tau. You gotta you gotta be tech What's for that? Tau. 11 percent. Yeah, man. Tau? This is it's fearsome, fearsome. It's got to tell me something about the terrain. Like you, you'd think I would assume it was WTC t- terrain, which isn't unfavorable to Tau, but you gotta you gotta have a Tau list built for it. You can't just take an all-comers Tau list from, say, a player place terrain and think it's gonna work there. But still, and couple that with the fact that there's nine CSM and nine demons, this is a really interesting spread. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, so we, with this next part of the show, we highlight some players. We pull out two or three lists. Typically, we try to find the highest ranked ITC members there because, you know, this is really the in the this is crunch time for the ITC season. People are going to be trying to get as many points as they possibly can. And this is an, an awesome uh, event, you know, with number of rounds, number of players, and then pretty soon be fighting for those bye bye byes. <laughs> That's true. And lovely segue right there as well. Uh, I never do that again. Better. <laughs> no, no, that was beautiful, and you should respect it. <laughs> oh my god, that's 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 the thing now. That's actually it is, it is, it is, hundred percent. Got to get the qualifiers so you can get to your Q. I don't. Yikes! All right, all right. Uh, so, top players in attendance of this bad boy. We've got a couple of the German WTC players that we're playing uh, representing the country in August. And then we've got the Votan list. There's one Votan list in attendance. And I had a look and I decided it's going to be the first one we ever break down on the show. But first up, we have uh, Matthias Bellman. Uh, he's a WTC team, Germany 2022. He's playing Twilight Sated Harlequins. 
Uh, so it's really starting to catch on the Twilight, the, the Twilight internal meta shift away from the light. He's got a battalion, Shadowseer Troopmaster 5x5 troop, a Solitaire and five Star Weavers, and then a patrol with another Shadowseer and 3x10 troop. Um, that, those big troops, that's like a, what, that's a Harpster special, isn't it? It is, it is. It looks like the list is really coming together, the archetype, because second, this is the second, third, maybe even fourth top player we've seen take something virtually the same. You take move a couple of bean counters, that's the core of the list, I believe. Uh, what do you always make of it? I mean, Harlequins are actually kind of, people tout them as like one of the top lists, period, mm. like in the game right now. And you could kind of, um, depending on whatever it is you think you're going to be going into, there are no bad choices. There are no, it's it's like, how do you make seven data slates amazing? Well, the, the that like sliver of the codex seems to have figured it out and players exactly. are really yeah. taking advantage of it. Exactly right. So really to equate how well this list is going to do, we really got to see and ask ourselves, how well does this do into Demon CSM and Tau? And... Into Tau, I think it's a it's much of a muchness. It, it does it does just fine. Demons is an interesting one. Have you seen anybody seen uh, Harley Quinn's into Demons recently? Because I'm not actually I haven't got a, a good bead I on how well that let matchup me, goes. Let me think about that because because basically one of the I guess the the thrills of all the Eldar is that they just cut through armor mm. like nobody's business, you know, and yeah. or you know maybe do a lot of damage, but demons they don't care about your AP. Mm. One thing I will say going for and against this list, apart over into demons over the previous one, they have more merely killing power, but demons really struggled to crack a high density of transports. Um, and so you've taken this list has taken away three or four of those transports to put in the big bombs, which can get exposed by flamers, but they, you have to kind of let that happen. The, you, the tower, you, the Eldar player, has to be like, "Oh no, going to get flamed," and I got to, you got to kind of be okay with it. So I think this is actually a pretty good matchup there. The one where I'm worried about it is more of the CSM list. Some of the creations of bile lists out there might have a fear. All the Empress Children lists might be a big struggle for this one because um, it doesn't have any shooting. All the shooting got stripped out with the light change. There's no fusion pistols. There's no neuro disruptors. It's just five times to uh, shuriken cannons to try and do anything to CSM from range. And then CSM in cover couldn't give two shits about your shuriken cannons. Well, let's go, you know, a list we saw a couple of weeks ago is, you know, with the thousand suns paired with the flamers, you know, is what a Harlequin's going to do against that? Hmm. Well, the Harlequin CC in that one be able to actually do pretty well because they can cut through the, cut, cut through the, uh, oh, the, they're not dark though. The, so either way, they're still going to be the big trick. It's, it's volume. It's volume. It's, they want their volume. Yeah. They need. They have the auto wounding on sixes when they're attacking. They they just they need volume of attacks to go into those kind of things. That's that's what they have to rely on, and it, that's the same into demons too because they can't turn off demon involves. Mm. That's and that's that. Yeah, it's something they normally rely on when they have something like that. But they they have good close combat, and demon saves are not usually good in close combat. Mm. So once they yeah. get in there, they can start shredding. weak to the old ways of doing things. Exactly. <laughs> All right, moving on to our second list. This is Emmanuel Wolf, uh, once again, a representative of Team Germany, who did come third in the in the WTC this year. So no slashes on that team. One of the tower lists, of course, we had to get one of them out. This is the uh, Farsight Enclave's build. It is a double patrol. Starts off with Farsight and an Enforcer Commander. Ten Crute, four Crute Hounds, one Riptide, two Sunshark Bombers. Second patrol. Two Cold Star Commanders, so f a total of four Commanders, the maximum you can take in two detachments. Ten Strikes, two more units of four Crude Hounds, and two more Riptides. So it's two Bombers, three Riptides, four Commanders. And I think it's Savage. That is Savage. Yeah, it's like a hybrid list of what we've been seeing recently. Yeah, so one of the one of the things I prescribe to, and is one of the philosophies of the Australian WTC Tower list, was that 
in it, it, a, a commander is essentially two and a half crisis suits in a trench coat mushed together. And so every time you take a commander, for every two commanders, it's kind of the equivalent of four to five crisis suits. So when you take four commanders, you don't need to take crisis suits. And this exactly this list demonstrates it perfectly. With the points he's saving from not taking the crisis, gets the commanders, gets the riptide, and gets a few other bits and pieces. I do like that it still has three units of recruit and two, well, sorry, recruit hounds, one unit of recruit, one unit of strikes. It's still got enough periphery crap to go in you know, stand on objectives and force a few little trades and some people to come out from their hidey holes so you get to get shot. But apart from that, I think it's a good, well-rounded list. And this is one of the lists, this is what I, I talked about, tuning your list more for the tables. I think this is really well-tuned for the WTC boards, if that is what they're playing there. I, I don't have 100% confirmation, just my strong assumption. I don't know if so any of the folks in the chat uh, can tell us. I, I saw one comment about the terrain in the chat, which really appreciate. That's one of the, the some of the intel we get from boots on the ground uh, with mm. folks who are actually going to these events. Sometimes give us some info, and I think they said something about the European terrain, uh, but I don't know if that I was would, a confirmation would, or also in a question. Like if Germany is like they go hard for WTC, like they're they're going to use a WTC terrain. I yeah. I would almost almost assume that at this point, and this is probably the best tile list I've seen on the WTC terrain is, as of late. I really because I've always been a huge proponent of the commanders. The the actual math that you were telling on it makes a lot of sense to me. Like I, I don't know how they came up with it, but uh, it makes perfect sense to me. And I think that that is actually a great example. One on top of another and they put on one trench coat. That's yeah. Oh, so, oh so, <laughs> I, I mean, I got that part of it, but then, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I mean, in terms of how the actual would meet match up to how, how many they would because they have a two up ballistic skill, right? And that makes a huge difference when you're talking about yeah. how they're normally a four up and they have great weapons, they, they're good at shooting, they have all the options of weapons. It's, I love them. And then the riptides, like we've talked about before, they have the great shoot and scoot, they can be safe, they can be aggressive, they can do whatever you need them to do. The bombers are just nasty, good, they just and good. then you have yeah. crutes and even have some strikes to hold objectives, do some actions, like whatever you need them to do. It's, it's got everything you need. There is, hmm. uh, there's no fat in the list. As much as like crude hounds and crude might seem like it, they're not. Totally agree. Um, that's one. That's possibly my pick to win the event. That list or that archetype. I mean, but it's hard to pick against Towers thirteen in, te- in attendance. This, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jay Hubner is up next. Uh, I've, I've colloquially said this may be getting battle ready because he, he's probably been under the pump getting everything painted. <laughs> this is the everybody sit down. This is the very first leagues of O ten list we're unpacking on the Thursday show. This is uh, Yamir conglomerate. Or the the big glom, as I like to call it, uh, he's got an outright attachment with a, a Grimnia, two by three pioneers, and two Sagittars. Well, of course, there's two. They come in a package of two. Then his second patrol is another Grimnia, so he's, he's doubling down on the psychers. Uh, a single Carl, ten warriors, ten berserkers, five Hearthguard, which is the Terminator equivalents, two more Sagittar, and a Land Fortress. Jump in, whoever wants to try and take a swing at unpacking this. There's a lot to this list. I love, love all those transport Sagittars you know. Well, if you don't know, but you're going to find out right now, is that uh, you can break up a unit that wouldn't normally be able to get broken up and put them in those transports. So these 10-man units, you could split them up and kind of give them some insulation if the mission or your opponent calls for it. It looks like it's exactly built to do that. 10, 10 Berserkers is going to be starting the game. Pretty much every game is two units of five, and same as the Warriors, it's two units of five. And so you really get to double down on... So the, the only real pieces of obsec here are the 2 by 3 bikes and the now 2 by 5 Warriors. And so it becomes a much much better game for putting things on objectives. Cool, Sagittar gets blown up, five obsec mooks get out, so much the better. The, all the, the, the Sagittars actually shoot quite respectively. The Berserkers are a great combat deterrent. And then the Land Fortress, the chunky <laughs> Land Fortress sitting at the back um 
really, really quite imposing. The only thing this list is missing that I assumed everyone would be starting with is a, a, a Forge Master, a Brokeer Forge Master. Um, it, that's actually really, what the chat just called up too, is it to repair yeah. the Land Fortress. But I kind of look at the fact that, that Land Fortress being on the table and it's got all the hype mm. around it, that he's essentially paying those points just to buy a turn for the rest of his army. Yeah. And look, it is very early, hobby lag at all sorts. Maybe you can't get hold in the model. Who, who knows um, why there's no broke here. There could be a multitude of different reasons over and above him just thinking that this is the better way I want to build it. Um, how do you rate this, Dustin? Does this something look like something that you'll be afraid of? <sighs> he says, he's not afraid of anything. He's genius. I'm not, he's going to be all over your brain. I ain't, I ain't afraid of everything. Yeah, that's, that's true. I, mean, I ain't afraid of everything. This, this is, it's, it's one of the earlier iterations. Like, there's, it's going to take a while for the leagues of Votan to actually hit their stride. After that, their initial nerf before they even got to really play too much, people are, they got to figure out things from scratch again. Because before, Berserkers were like, I, I would say you took 30 of them. You just, because mm. they were just incredible. Points hike, they got probably not worth it. I still think they're really good. And I think they're really scary. Like automatic fight and death is always terrifying, and they are, they hit like trucks. Um, but is that do they? I know they're no longer automatic thirty, or do you say you're, you're twenty five? I, I mean, think it's like, like I think it's it's closer now to twenty twenty five that you would take of them. Not maybe not max thirty, just because of the points. But twenty, I think twenty for sure, because they like I said they're good. Once one squad, even though you split up the two fives. I don't feel as threatened when it's only two of them. You know what I mean? Mm. I feel like you need more of a threat saturation for that. The the bikes they're incredible too. So I but that, they don't they don't have to be maxed. They they min squatting the bikes is perfect. Well, this this is the remember we we see lists like this all the time when people are bringing out a list for the first time. It's exactly. kind of just it's kind of just one of everything in it. Apart the only thing exactly is two of only things are two of is the Sagittars and the bikes. Yeah. And the bikes are I believe the bikes are the best thing in the book, hands down. I think the bikes are the best thing in that book. Mm-hmm. Um. They get you the most points, do the most work, actually make make an impact on the battlefield early rather than having to do all their movement late, um, and actually apply pressure and clear objectives. But with this list, yeah, missing the Brokeer Forge Master, which I thought was ubiquitous. I thought that guy was auto included. Turns out we're do that and we're all wrong. Um, right, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't have it. You know? Yeah, yeah, maybe he doesn't have it. The other things pointed out in chat. Uh, they want to know if there's beams, magna, or or what on the um on the land fortress. I forgot. I actually thought about that, being like I should. <laughs> brackets beam or you know ion or magna or whatever um i believe this is beams if, if i was I about to ask you the guns on the pioneers too because yeah. you know the the top gun could, could i don't remember don't remember the pioneers i remember remembering to go back and double check that it was beams and because i didn't check i didn't write it down but i do believe it is beams on the on the um the land fortress we're going with beams yeah uh beams. so yeah that's that's the three lists boys what do we think I like oh, so I like seeing the, the original Votan. Like I said, I think this is actually great for just testing everything out, seeing what you like. So that Votan list is great. The Tau list, like I said, I think it's the best WGC list for Tau that I've seen in a while. And the Harlequins have been figured out, even with Twilight now. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, See, so to pick a winner, um, you know, there's five Blood Angels. Blood Angels have been doing real well. I play really well in everything. They don't care about you scooting up with those bikes. <laughs> Do so. Uh, I'm going with all tried and true Blood Angels for this one. I'm going to go CSM. I'm, I'm going to go CSM. It takes another big scalp for Empress Children. I think they have enough. If they're if they're playing the list that I believe they're playing, you know the the Vic kind of Anthony Vanilla list with actually a quite a decent amount of pocket shooting in addition to full, a full amount of board presence and presence and pressure. I think they can do really well against all these tower lists, all these other demon lists. So, going to go Heretic Astartes. There we go. I'm, um, I'm, I'm going with Tau, but not any Tau, that specific Tau list. Like that I said, one right there. Yeah, that, yeah. that specific Tau list right there. 
with the Riptides and the Bombers, I mean, that's that we've seen. We've we've seen uh, Andrew Gagno do really well uh, yeah. with a yep. with a very yep. similar configuration, and uh, so yeah, that list tears people up, especially when people disrespect the the Bombers, or they really sometimes you just can't do anything about it. Yeah, it's like, well, sometimes yeah. you just like you know what, those are just gonna have to do whatever they want. Cause I, yeah, I'm gonna take some damage. Now. I hope it doesn't do as much damage. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Move on to turn two. You know, it's. That's where it's at. Uh, before we go into the next event, do we know where Joe is? Is it? I don't know. He's at one of the events it. we're doing. Okay. Where, All right. Well, there you go. Where, where, you hang tight. Oh, this there one. He is. He's, he's at this, this one. Right, it's right there. It's right there. How See? convenient. I, I am. That's how good. That's how good there Paul go. is. <laughs> he knew he was just screwing with you guys. <laughs> there we go. Definitely. Next event is the Denver Every- 40K Fight Club, Denver, Colorado. Uh, already winner over there. Wow. Really? Yeah. I think so. Canada. That's that's scary to me. Sixty-two players, six-round event. What are we gonna see there? For the Imperial, they're gonna see two sisters of battle, three custodes, one admech, three Astro Militarum, two Grey Knights, and two Imperial Knights. Space Marines, there's one Dark Angel, two Blood Angels, one Ultramarine, three Black Templar, one White Scar, and one Iron Hand. Chaos is three T Sons, one Death Guard, six Demons, and four Renegade Knights. The Heretic Astartes is three Emperor's Children, two Creations of Battle, and a single Night Lords. Xenos, there's two Necrons, one Orc, one Tau, one Votan. Wow, Xenos is not even coming out this time. Mm-hmm. Hive Mind, there's five Tyranids, no GSC, boo. Eldari, there's two Drakari, three Harlequins, four Asuriani, and a Yunari, which means the faction podium is Demons and CSMs topping it off at six Tyranids, second with five, and then Asuriani and Renegade Knights in third with four. Asuriani, again, mm. actually. It's only four, I know, but it's still like they're they're still making it more. It's, it's the pretty. same. It was the same last week. There's a little wave. There's a little yeah. uh, Asuriani wave just cresting at the moment. Exactly. Um, also, the Black Templars outnumbering the Blood Angels in this one. Yeah, I don't get. I've got no reason. I've got no no explanation for any. Oh, well, well, where where are all your boys? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Uh, yeah. So I actually let me look at the other outliers here. We have now. This is something we've seen in several of the tournaments that we've called out. Is that you, there's a Yunari every now and then. There's yeah, yeah. a Night yeah. Lords every now and then. I want to mm-hmm. know. I want to know what's up with the Night Lords and the Yunari because these are not unique. I mean, of course, the players are unique, and maybe their takes on the list are unique. But we're seeing those factions kind of creep in. Well, there was one in the previous event. There is one in this event. There was a couple last week. There's almost like it's just one every week. As there's a Night Lords player at, at, at an event every week, which is strange. It's strange that it's Night Lord, it's not Alpha Legion. I think Alphas are actually better than Night Lords, and it's not them. It's not, I mean, there's there's sometimes more than Word Bearers, and people thought Word Bearers was the best sub faction out of the gate uh, initially. That's, that's a good, you, you make an excellent point is that the, the Word Bearers, we thought, oh man, these shenanigans they can pull with the yeah. possessed, like everyone's going to be doing it. That's just, that's mm. going to rule the roost. And then you haven't seen them past a week one. No, we, I have Night Lords. Yet to, Night Lords are eternal. <laughs> Night Lords seems to be one every freaking week, and Word Bearers is a maybe. Maybe there's one. Whereas it's Creations of Bile Emperor's Children taking up usually the body of the, the Heretic Astartes super faction. Um, it's, yeah, good point out. And even the Black Legion as well. There's more Black Legion than Word Bearers, which is another a bit of a head scratcher. But I suppose Abby just is that good sometimes, right? Um, but yeah, the other one that I thought I needed to point out for this one, I don't know what it is about Denver, but there's no Necrons in Denver. 
as and in fact as necrons are on the decline it feels like they're on the decline everywhere from being oh. one of the most numerous factions well look week. take car off the silent crutch you know what are you gonna do <laughs> <laughs> all the bangers for all the bangers in fine i don't mean that i love the model wow it, it it does seem like that when like that change has causing some of these nutcrown players to kind of question whether yeah. or not they sleep them up it's so they weird, don't score though. points any less like they're still exactly no that's exactly the, it, they, the only, only thing, thing you that could... really hit was the was the silent crutch i love that i'm just... oh dude so good the, <laughs> the only second the only secondary you can argue got got worse was the was a noble which the one with the where the nobles have to get kills, because the silent silent king and the CCB aren't called. They have less buffs, so they're less good at getting kills. That's the only one you could argue got worse. Oh, God, okay. That's the only one you could even argue got worse. They still do it, you know. Oh, it's four crew. Is my silent king gonna do it? It's yes, yes, it's gonna do it. It's gonna get you three points. It's not gonna kill terminators for you anymore to get you three points, but it probably shouldn't have been able to anyway. So. Yeah, but I, I don't understand why Necrons are falling out. They've, they've gone down by about 50% over the last month. Uh, it is very possible. Uh, sorry, doesn't I jumped in. No, 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 go ahead. Said, it's very possible the Necron Generals just got kind of tired of scoring 100 points. <laughs> and just want to play something else. <laughs> no, I, I could see that. There is such there is a lack of special rules and like spicy, crazy stuff to do game by game that you just you could just kind of get bored of, of like, uh, movement phase, got 40 points. Next movement phase, up. Uh, uh, 40 points cool yeah, next movement phase uh did you stop me getting 20 points in my third turn no you didn't 20 points yeah, it, it could get it could get dull that's true oh. i think i think they just need to figure out where they're going to pivot their list now because obviously necrons are still good they didn't they were already winning the silent king was not the thing that was making them win i'm sorry no, it wasn't. it's the secondaries hands down yeah, some exactly. good players didn't even play with him he sat in exactly. a hacker or whatever you know yeah so. Like is it they go to like back to like mass ghost arcs and ten man warrior squads? They have just MSU. Do they max up those scarabs again? Is the triple satan going to come back? They have so many builds actually now that I just need to find the one that is best to silk score their points now because now they have four hundred fifty extra points. You know, like yeah. I mean, Silent King isn't auto include now. You can actually you could have some fun and see what you yeah. can get in your list for four hundred fifty points. I think yeah. the lack of Necrons is a bit of like a like a false fall situation. They still they still exist. Everyone's still got them on the shelves. You know, mm-hmm. people got the army. I think there's just we're seeing something organic happen out there, which is cool. Uh, but it's not because there's any type of real meaningful uh, decrease in power of the Necrons. Yeah. Um, all right, so top players in attendance, my good men. First, I might also Kyle. be afraid of creations of bile too. Like I mean, that's like, also that's true. That's, that's true. true. So, well, I was I was about to extrapolate. The only thing that could okay. realistically in the meta that could be pushing them out would be CSM, possibly demons. I mean, demons are extremely good at killing things like scarabs. Um, so there, there is that. Uh, all right, but top players in attendance. First up is Kyle Parry, who's the top ranked player in attendance, being third in the US West ITC rankings. Um, He's playing dark sided Harlequins, and it's very boring. It's just troops in boats. Um, so we skipped it. I did. I did. I, I didn't. I didn't do a slide. It's just troops in boats, guys. Moving on. Um, next up, we have Chase Chapel, who's ranked six in the US West. He's playing a Yanari build. I'm like, ah, cool. I, I'm I feel good about pushing out one Eldari list because we've got one that's far more interesting to unpack. Got a battalion. It's got an Autark, a Farsia, and a Yinkan, because why else are you here? Yeah. Uh, a Conclave of three Warlock Skyrunners with uh, the Council, of course. Three by five Rangers for the secondary. Uh, five Howling Banshees, two by five Striking Scorps, single Warlock Skyrunner, Viper, a Falcon, and three D Cannons. To go along with this is a Webway Gate, 
Um, and in addition, this guy is still so good that Mr. Chase paid two CP to bring Baharoth along in an auxiliary. Wow. Insane. I, I love still it. So I good. love just the, the, the throwback to, I don't know, early, early Eldar list. Eldari coming it in is. strong with the addition of mm. the new tech with the Yunari. Yunari with the Webway Gate, I think, is the secret spice for me. I think that adds the... Because the, the 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 risk that you always have with Yunari is because you, you've built a usually foot-slogging melee Yunari army. Oh, sorry, uh, Eldari army. Cool. You have to come out from some point. You have to... As soon as you come out, if you don't kill a thing, you die. And you died for nothing. The Webway Gate means that essentially your whole, every aggressive unit in your army starts at the midway of the table. And the, the influence you press. In addition, you got the Falcon Deep striking down on top of having stuff in the Webway Gate. And you have the Yin Khan playing whack-a-mole everywhere. It's actually really dynamic. It's very scary and very hard to account for all the crazy magic tricks that could be going on. And those D cannons too. I mean, those <laughs> D cannons, excellent board control. I think that was pointed Bang. out in the chat. It's yep. like this is great, great, great board control with the Yin Khan, mm. with the D cannons, with, you know, I guess some, maybe some kind of hurting folks with the Rangers and stuff. It's. Yep. I'm actually yeah, so curious. Like, I want to see this on stream because I don't know why he wants to take Yunari with this because it looks like, aside from like the Incarn, it looks like an Eldar list. It does. It literally is. I would have thought. I mean, I know why. Aside from the striking scorpions, because you usually don't take them, but in an Eldari, but literally, literally in this list, I don't know. I don't really understand why it's Yunari. This could could be Beltan apart from the Yinkan, but I think the Yinkan in this Yinkan in proper hands is the, is the, is the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah, it's true. Like if you bring in, bring in the Yinkan, if you just want the Yinkan, then yeah, obviously bringing Yinkan makes sense. I just curious the the rest of the list, like it really looks like an Eldar list. I want to, I'm curious to see what, uh, or is it just the Yinkan? So the choices here, you could, of course, the Rangers could be Harlequin Troop, which arguably, I argue that they are, that Yunari Harlequins are the best version of the Harlequins right now. I think they're better oh, wow. than Twilight. They're better than Strong Dark. claim. It, yeah, with the, <laughs> with the buffs that you can get, the plus one to wound, the extra mortals, and, and all, the, all those other bits of pieces, yep. in addition to having all the good mortal generating bullcrap you get from still being Harlequins, I think they do get a leg up in the current meta, especially because they get fights first. And because they get fights first, it means you're able to grind into Empress Children and stuff like that without just getting overwhelmed. And so I feel like it gives them a leg up in that respect. Um, but to my mind, yeah, what would I change here to get the to get the um, them in? I don't know. Maybe one unit of Striking Scorpions and one unit of Rangers becomes a big unit of, of Harlequins. But apart from that, I don't know what else I'd want to remove. I like I like how this is sitting. And Baharoth is just still bullshit, guys. Just <laughs> yeah. Baha bullshit. He really it's, is. Oh, it's so stupid. It's so annoying. It's so, don't be, don't it is so stupid. So stupid to see a top-level player being like, this little winged piece of crap is worth 2 CP in my army yep. just to bring him for his, his boot. Yeah, anyway. He's like 30,000 years old. That's true. He's learned, he should, some things. He's learned some things along the way. He should be on his walking frame, you know? Can't jump up, jump down the same turn because he's got to walk. Doesn't need to. He's, he's got wings, man. Those those are... They work on their own. He doesn't need to command them anymore. Uh, last... Them Last list uh, I wanted to break down for you guys for this one, um, and this I pretty much looked through all the demon lists. I wanted to pick out a demon list for you guys because we've we've done a couple of Eldari ones, we've done a couple of everything else, um, and we've got pretty much a lot of others coming down. But this, sorry, this is the second last one. We've got two more. Apologies, but the last one is a bit of a meme, and we're just gonna have a laugh. Sure. Um, this is my pick of the demons. Uh, this is undivided by Mr. Paul Cooper. Um, he's got a battalion, Bloodthirster, Lord of Change, and Skull Taker. Yes, the Skull Taker. Bring it on. Um, 
and a change caster and because but the way this is built the skull the skull taker and the change caster don't take up a slot which is cool four units of 10 bloodletters 10 blue horrors two exalted flamers and of course 15 regular flamers i like this list a lot this is this is pretty close to something i wouldn't mind running if i was playing them and uh, i think it's got a lot of the bases covered the lock is really not is really Doesn't nice this. no <laughs> trying to get rid of the stupid white light oh. in my oh i thought you had a question <laughs> or you had to go to the restroom <laughs> yeah no, I, I, I would just go i take excuse me oh, I'm, I'm on my laptop right now what do you make of this demons list boys i actually really like the list like as far as, as far as demon lists go it's pretty pristine it's got the blood thirst so lord of change i'm still not 100 percent sold on but it's it's great psychic support it's still annoying to deal with it's just and it's almost like can you put the cape of something over on it robe of impossible robe is not what it used to be (laughs) it is not what it used to be bless you paul i love you (laughs) so good can't you put the the, the item of clothing, the Kate, thing, you know, the thing, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you could still make it really hard to kill. You can still make a lock really, really hard to kill and remove from the back of the table. Um, you can't use it. You can't get him off the back of the table in a lot of matchups though, because he'll just die immediately. Which is why people are kind of iffy on him. Still does a great amount of mortal wounds. Still makes sure you're almost mm. guaranteed to get your um. You keep keep some of your fa- your. When do you find time to mess with them? Though? The blood thir- the bloodthirster undoubtedly has you know the the wound caps on him. Yeah. So I mean like. Well, well, the idea with the bloodthirster is well, you'd never want to throw the bloodthirster up by itself. You always want to kind of give it a little bit of support so your opponent can't just put all its efforts into eight wounds, eight wounds. Eight wounds dead. You know, um, they got a they got to kind of deal with something else at the same time, which is why people love Skybrand and Bellacor in the same list. I'm not sold on either on 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 Bellacor as much as other people are. I think it's a little too many points for, to be in every list. You got you got to kind of build to make to make the kind of yeet list work at times. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the balance of this list. list though. 40 blood letters is a great place to be. 15 flamers, I think, is the perfect spot, is the cherry ripe pick. Arguably, you could even go with 355, I think. It makes sense a lot of times. A lot of people bring a lot more screens for things like demons. And so having a three-man that starts on the table just to get a screen out of the way and not waste a five-man that gets picked up next turn is, is sometimes is a good idea too. And I just think Skulltaker is a baller. Skulltaker is an absolute baller, everybody. People in the chat say they've been taking them since day one. Yeah. Absolute baller. Uh, I was ready to be like, you can't put corn in there with Zinch, but then I remembered actually they're not the ones that are opposed to each other. It's corn versus Slanesh. Yeah. Uh, Zinch versus uh, Nurgle. So, you know, they could be yeah, hanging out in the warp. It's even fluffy ish. <laughs> All right. The last one we're going to unpack is Mr. Kyle Daly. Uh, this is Adeptus Stardi's Iron Hands. Um, it's got a Primaris Tech Marine. It's got a Patrol, sorry. Primaris Tech Marine, two by five in curses, four servitors, and then. A super heavy detachment with three Astraeus <laughs> in it. I'm, look, I want to I want to point out one thing: is that people disrespect the servitors way too often. <laughs> of all the things I thought you could say there, yeah, that I did not expect. That wasn't it. That was. I love it. It. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm also being serious. It's like I the know. servitors can win a lot of games for players, especially. <laughs> I mean, you know, marine players for for sure. And you know, I can't think of a better list to put them in. Because people will absolutely be occupied with the Astraeus, and oh, sure. you know, you could basically score score points with impunity. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Put up a couple of banners. That's awesome. <laughs> it's oh, it's that. such a cool list. I mean, the shooting ain't nothing. Like 
I, I would rather see an infiltrators though, uh, because like, I think infiltrators, Me too. I've, I've always been a fan of infiltrators, uh, because that 12 inch exclusion has become more and more relevant as time goes on. Uh, but I tell you this, this, this chap's going to have a great time. Like, Make sure it's gonna be good. Joe get Joe needs to get him on stream like round one or two for sure. I well, whenever whenever Joe wants to end end the day early, he's just like I can really <laughs> go for a. I want to go for lunch. Let's put the Australia's on. It's it's done in forty five one way or another, boys. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, picking a winner. Yeah, I'm going Chaos Space Marines. I'm going Unari. I'm going that. Unari Whoa. List. Whoa. Really? I okay. am. I'm. He's I'm big smitten on with Maharath. I'm I'm smitten with the Webway Gate actually. I think it's the, okay. I think it's really good tech in the current game. Okay, okay. I see so much close commentary. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually I'm gonna go with uh, CSM as well. Bitches. <laughs> we got a shout out for Votan in, in the chat. It's uh sooner or later Votan are gonna get a breakout. We did we're we're not at Votan saturation yet uh, with a, with a little yet. bit of hobby lag. Yeah, uh, but we we will get there and the people will really see how that shines. But you know. Um, Great players playing great list. It really is kind of an any given Sunday out there. Before we get to our next event, we're going to take a quick break for a little bit of uh, station identification. Check out Frontline Gaming Network stuff if you haven't already. That's what's uh, the network bringing you this this show and others like it. There's shows. There's a bunch of shows. Check it out. Check them out if you have not already. Uh, after we come back, we're going to talk about one more event. And we've got like an awesome palate cleanser that we do each and every week at the end of the show. Sometimes that has nothing to do with 40K. It's going to be fun. You don't want to miss it. Hang tight. We'll see you in a few minutes. Frontline Gaming. We make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe. Wait, what? Huh? We're, we're back? We're back! Some water. I said a few, minutes, a few seconds. I, I, I was going to take a leak. My butt. I didn't have time. Yeah. What a great oh ass. <laughs> we, Dustin we was going to try and turn the, turn the sun off above his head. I was going to uh, try it and it didn't work. I didn't have time. <laughs> The next event we have to talk about is the San Antonio Shootout. That is from San Antonio, Texas, which I'm told is also in the United States. It is, in fact. I, I had to triple check. It wasn't in London. 63 players, five-round event. What are we going to see there? We are going to see seven Sisters of Battle, two Custodes, four Astrobilitarum, one Grey Knight, and two Imperial Knights. Space Marines, there's one Dark Angel, one Space Wolf, three Blood Angels, two Ultramarines, one Salamander, and one Black Templar. Chaos, there's one T-Suns, two Death Guard, one Demon, four Renegade Knights. Heretic Astartes, there's four Creations of Bile, two Word Bears, and one World Eater. Whoa! Mad lad. Xenos, there's three Necrons, three Orcs, two Tau. Hive Mind, there's five Tyranids and one Gene Sealer Cult. Aldara, there's there one Jakari, three Harlequins, three Suryani, one Inari. And then the faction podium means that's going to be Sisters and CSM topping it off with seven. Tyranids in second with five. And then Renegade Knights and Astra Militarum in third with four. That's Kadachin country down there. You know there. It is. Yeah. Also, remember we always see this, like when we know there's a, there's a codex looming, there's a little wave, everyone mm -hmm. dusts them off to get like the pre-work pre, pre -work in, I remember where everything was before they, they put it on the shelf two years ago. Because I hate to tell you, 61 months is how old I think I, I hear that codex is. Uh, what was it? It came out five years ago or something, right? Oof. October 2017 was, was that book. Yeah. Oof. So it's, it's five years and one month by the time the next one comes out, give or take couple of weeks so yeah we've had children born <laughs> yeah we've had pets 
people have like changed occupations. It's it's a thing. It is um, like a corporate lifetime. It's a first time in a while we've seen sisters take a, a gold position in a podium, which I think is very interesting. Um, in addition, the CSM um, internal balance is all merely. But it's interesting to see no empress children. Um, for creations of bile, usually we see it's either bile, well, it's either bile or empress children being the most, the majority of the the super faction. And so it is interesting to see none of empress children, all of the bile. So that is quite spicy. And we do have a bile list to break down when we get to it. Speaking of that, let's jump right in. Um, first up of the players in attendance, Colin McDade is ranked number one in the US South US Southwest ITC rankings. He's playing Sisters of Battle. This is Bloody Rose, good stuff. I'll run through it very quickly for us. Canoness, Missionary, Morven Vile. 3x5 Battle Sisters, 2 Death Cult Assassins, 2 Crusaders, Repentia Superior, 3 units of 8 Repentia, a Hospitaller, 977 Zephyrum, 3x5 Retributors, and a Rhino to tote the around. There's a Dogmata in there somewhere, too. Oh, uh, there is. Did I miss it? Yeah, there is a Dogmata. Dogmata, Hospitaller. Yeah, beautiful. Sorry, Mr. Mate. Um, yeah, a lot of characters, a lot of support, but the, the usual stuff, the usual Retributors, Repentia, Zephyrum, sliding scale of goodness. What we thought, this is a throwback list, what we thought were going to be uh, the, the launch of the Rhino meta. Yes. <laughs> didn't well, didn't, no, it didn't happen. No. Um, this, is, this is pretty generic. But it could have happened. It's pretty much what we'd expect. He's got a few little choices, like no novitiates. Instead of novitiates, he's got smaller squads of the Death, Death Cult and the Crusaders taking up those spots. In lieu of the Art of War archetyped big squads of Retributors, the 2x10s that you see sometimes taken, he's got 3x5. I personally prefer the 3x5, and it's seeing the meta in the how mealy and how grindy the meta is. I, I do like that. You don't want a, a unit of Possessed making a big slingshot, getting into your 10-man and picking it up. If they just get into five, cool. You still got two more. Um, much better for a little bit of a trading game. So, yeah, I like this. I think it's very tooled for the meta that Colin's probably playing in, and it should do really well. I love it. So uh, Dorian says the world leaders will bring the Rhino meta. Nurgle Matt says got three uh, Rhinos in a, in a drop pod in, in his list. Transport meta all the way. Uh, got some calls for some grip dread claws. So transport's getting a lot of love out there. I like that. In, in this list, what do you think? They've got two units of the retributors in the Rhino and then another would hide, probably hiding behind it. Well, so it's it's it depends if he's going if he's going for the turn one. Um, Repentia push. If he, if he thinks he needs to close the gap turn one, it'll be a unit of eight Repentia in there, possibly the Repentia Superior to just guarantee that he can just fire one unit missile unit of Repentia straight down its opponent's throat. Otherwise, yeah, it's probably it's probably either Sisters or it's uh, Retributors. Um, and when I say Sisters, I mean Sisters of Battle. So yeah, I, I yeah one of each that, that could be good as well. Then you have two units hiding in terrain. That, that's actually not a bad bad call either. Uh, but yeah, really well put together list. It should it's going to perform. Um, extremely well. Next up, we have uh, Mr. Kit Smith-Hanna. He's ranked second in the US Southwest. He's playing High Fleet Kraken Tyranids. So, Dustin, you want to break this one down? Sure. It's, uh, but single battalion with a Flyrant, Turbagon, Neurothroat, 10 Gargoyles, 30 Termagants, 5 Warriors, 3 Venomthropes, 2x3 Zoanthropes, 3 Mucolid Spores, 5 4 Raveners, and 2 Biovores. Pretty Pretty straightforward, I think. There's nothing too crazy here. We've seen the the Termagon with the Termagon squad. Oh, there's questions. Yes, yes, in the back there. The uh, uh, professor. The with the, yes, what yeah, is sorry. a mucolid spore? <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah, it? Mucolid, mucolid spore is a bigger spore mine. So I don't know if they still have the infiltrate anymore. I'm assuming they do, or they could just deep strike. They just do. They do more mortal wounds on average. So. 
I actually have to look up what the, it used to be. It used to be they used to be the ones that did D three instead of so one. They're like the lo- on stocks or whatever, right? Yes, they're the longer okay. ones on stocks. Okay. Yeah, they, uh, any of uh, the the uh, tyrannicide pods will come with one of those and like three. Thank uh, you. No further questions. Okay, perfect. Gotcha. But <laughs> I'm trying to look up what it does, but it might take too long. Never mind. That's. Um, it, I'm pretty sure it's like on two to on two to four. It's D three mortal wounds instead of one, and then it'll be like D six on the five and six. And so it's, like, um, it's supposed to be a step up from the spore mines. That's a guess though, because I have not. Two to four is D six mortals on a five. It suffers D three plus three. A five plus such D three. There you go. I, I was. Close. I wonder if this is the tyrannocyte. Actually, that kit that uh, that the spore assist comes with has actually been out of stock for a long time. I wonder if this is you know a kind of a back into that ability. Uh, for people that, that might not have access to the to the model, man, it's only model. if only I al- didn't already have three of each. Mm. You meta chasers! It's <laughs> <laughs> a very very good list. Less ravenous than I would expect from a, a generalist ravener list. Uh, sorry, generalist kraken list. Um, I love seeing the Turvagon Turvagon um being added into a lot more lists now with the the, the durability you've lost in. Um, stuff like Warriors, you can really add back with stuff like Involved or Feel No Pain Termic instead of getting regened. Um, I'm a big fan. Still got five Warriors, still got the best, best part of the imperatives as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and up, upping the game on the Zoanthrope throat from usually we see one unit to three, now we've got two units to three, which I expect to see that become way more common. For sure. The, the Mortal Wound output actually makes a lot more sense now and it gives you more more range on your synapse, just get some more Involves out there. And Alex, I don't have a problem with Flyrant. Because that's a separate data sheet. That makes sense. It's Walkrent that I have a problem with or any of the things yeah. like that. Yeah, you got a problem with that, do you? Okay, let's go to the next list. Um, <laughs> Joni Velasquez, ranked third in the U- oh, in you U.S. Oh, son West. of a... Chaos Space Marines creations of Bile. It's got a wince. Uh, it's a winged demon prince, guys. <laughs> Rest of the list, Dark Apostle, Master of Possession, 3x10 Cultists, 3x5 Terminators, 7 Chosen, Master of Executions, 10 Possessed, 5 Raptors, 2 Venom Crawlers, 5 Havocs, and those Havocs have auto cannons, if I remember correctly. That is a great freaking list, and it's got more stuff in it than I, I could thought you could get for chaos it's like one more unit and for anybody at home who's listening to this back the reason you need to watch this live is because the beautiful facial expressions of our co-hosts is just cannot beyond compare you're really missing out what do you make of the list gents i'm curious about the three by five terminators as opposed to like yeah. one ten ten man block and and what 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 the path led to that being the choice I, yeah, I'd love to know the thinking and the reasoning behind it. It looks fine to me. I don't think it's a bad choice. I just want to know what the yeah the for board control. Is. It's awesome. I, I'm thinking more of just about targets for stratagems and buffs and that kind of mm. stuff. Those are that's the only reason I'm questioning it. I was about to say, look how much more armor you get when you don't take Abby. It's true. You actually do get a yeah, lot that's more. That's a great call. Yeah, Abby. Abby is so freaking good though. But it's just, it's just, are you willing to try? Are you willing to step off the beaten path? Mister Velasquez is. Um, the interesting, so much, so many interesting picks here. Um, yeah, no, not not going for the big termies, but going for a larger than average chosen and a max unit of possessed in in exchange. And I'm all about it. I'm actually not a huge fan of the big unit of termies anymore. I think it's I think it's too many points, and be, mm. not because of the termies are too many points, but because as soon as you take the termies, you got two shackled units, a minimum of two shackled units of. Um, characters that have to stay with them and them only they don't do anything mm-hmm. for anybody else and in addition it kind of 
it makes your play style, it makes your play patterns quite predictable because you're like, well, all your good stuff is shackled to the movement of your Terminators. Essentially, as long as your Terminators keep your Terminators contained or whatever, I'm keeping the best part of your army contained and most of the support characters as well. So it's I feel easier like said are, than done, though. I mean, that's, it, I mean, it, you, it you are right, it though. Is. If you can identify that, and that's what you, I think what you're, you're very dead on is when you see that, like, your game plan should probably be, how do I contain that? How do I take advantage of them being shackled? Exactly. That's a great way of putting it. What do you think, Dustin? I, I actually like the list. I'm curious as well about the three by five terminators. Chosen them becoming a lot more. I actually am starting to like them more than possessed in some cases. I still like oh, like yep. squads of possessed as well, but I am starting to like chosen better mm-hmm. because of the options that they have to do that. I don't know if I'd go like three squads of them, but I think one big squad of chosen is definitely something that uh, chaos players need to start including in their list because I I think they're actually they have a lot of play with them. Three by five terminators is great for like spreading out and getting some like durability on different uh different objectives bile means even if they're trying to trade into you they'll still get the attack back into them so kind of makes sense i don't know if it's better than possessed i think it's might be just because terminators have that better durability against like small arms fire with the two up save mm-hmm. rather than the three up so I'm, I'm curious though i'm curious to see it i am actually i'm not big on venom crawlers oh okay oh I'm not big on going against the grain here. Cutting yeah, chaos play, space bringing players deep. Yeah, I I like them. I do like them. I think they're good. I just think there's better things to take. They don't like me either. <laughs> well, let's, um, let's talk about the master of execution, which is you know yeah. kind of like a junior oh, yeah. Abaddon for killing that, power. That guy is that guy's awesome. Absolutely, absolute savage. I'm surprised we haven't talked more about this model because think, you know ever. Every time I hear about this guy's stats, it's like he's 85 points or something like that. 65. 65. 65 yeah. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Dude. You, and one of them you can duck, duck out, like make him, I think, 80 points and cost 2 CP, and he is a monster. World ender. Yeah. Absolute juggernaut. Yeah. I'm unbelievable what you can do with that profile. It's just like it's the ceiling is insane from where you, where you can push it um one thing i will say for chosen uh, so for some reason this information never sticks in my head they're three wounds each chosen oh they're three wounds. Wow. yeah so the reason i love 10 chosen um more, more than the terminators now so for the same points 10 chosen and 10 terminators the 10 chosen get a rhino you can have 10 chosen in a rhino for the same points as the 10 terminators that's with no weapons on each just what they come with um those 10 chosen are the same amount of wounds as the terminators but essentially become wound gated as soon as you put them in the rhino as soon as you, as long as you use them appropriately in the merely grindy matchups that's a wound gated unit you need to use a unit to get it out of the box before and i think that's that's in some situations okay, where we're in this can we make a, a step up from that because if you're sure. playing chaos you use dreadclaw drop pods not rhino okay uh, just... that, uh, dude that literally <laughs> leading leading the horse to what that's the next point i was about to get to <laughs> <laughs> then you 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 become an evolved being and realize the dreadclaw exists and you're like well if we're doing this you might as well do that. <laughs> See, sick. this is why this is why we have to be co-hosts. Oh, we have seen players playing with the dreadclaw, so that's like some players have, are figuring that out and that we've seen mm. them deep in tournaments. So you know yeah. maybe maybe there's a lot to that. My only thing with the dreadclaw is uh, it's worse in non. Empress children. If you're taking the Dreadclaw, you want to be able to have it honor the prince, so you can guarantee the turn one or the turn two, whatever, good charge from reserve. The Rhino starts on the table, gets a bit more maneuverable. You can get it into, into a mid-ball position for more pressure, but 
less less reliable, less safety that the trade claw offers you being off the table. There you go. All right. Tech, tech News Dicky kind of yeah. giving some self, shameless self-promotion there with his own uh, Dread What's... Claw drop pod on the screen, if you can see it now. So if you're on video, you can actually see what it looks like if you don't know what it looks like. There it is. What's winning this no thing? Leaders, yeah, what is winning this bad boy? Ooh, I, I'm going to... We, we've picked a lot of CSM this week, haven't we? Have I picked? Have I picked Chaos Space Marines? I picked Chaos Space Marines at the first event. Damn uh, it, you gonna, picked pick something Chaos Space Marine related for you sure. Definitely I did, did at some point. I'm well. It's it's you could we could legitimately pick sisters. I'm going to pick sisters. Let's do that. There's seven okay. sisters in attendance. I haven't picked sisters in a long time. Let's do it. Okay. Good I... call. I'm going with Harlequins. Ooh, Ooh that's a good call too. Ooh. Dusty. I don't know what the. Uh... There's five Tyranids. It's a safe pick. It, it is. Uh, but I, I feel like I'm copying off to do that. I mean, you do now. That's why I said it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to... like 9% of the field. I'm going to go... I'm actually going to go with Necrons. I feel okay. like there's some gas left in the tank with uh, one of the three players there. <laughs> Points for machine, still thing. You know, especially the format of the tournament. You got to look, look at your, um, your tournament when you're going. And uh, one of the reasons that... In tournaments where your battle points don't factor in, um, Necrons may be seeing a little bit of a push down. But ones where the ones where battle points do matter, you know, you want to look at one of these higher score, scoring factions as your kind of you know priority number one as far as threats go. Uh, so that look, we're now at the back part of our show here where we have that palate cleanser we call the Fuego Rapido. This is a section where we bring on a series of topics and uh, put a timer on the screen for each one of them. We give ourselves two minutes to run down each and every one of these. We invite production on Tech Priest Dicky Hello, uh, as a disembodied voice I comes and joins us on the show for this point uh, to ask him ask us these questions. I tell you, look, if you're new here, sometimes these have very little to do with Warhammer Forty Thousand. Some no. of the comments we get is like, "What on earth did we just listen to at the very end of the show?" <laughs> then I'm telling you. We don't know either. Yeah, like we, <laughs> we have no idea. We have no clue. It's, it's part of the bargain we made with the Dark Gods to put a check and balance on the grandeur of this show. The content is so good. The presenters are so fantastic. Production quality <laughs> is so good. We got to water it down in the last like ten minutes of the show. Otherwise, we talk it's too about bad. crunchy <laughs> stats. We talk about numbers and this, that, and the other, and meta and this, that, and all the trappings of that. And so this is that you're a little bit of Zen here at the very end. Again, just to get you on to the next part of your day. I've, We're happy I've, you made just, it this far. I've just read. I'm just looking at these <laughs> for the first time. Don't read them. It's not fair. Nobody, nobody be excited. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm personally still jarred on how fast that ad was. Like, was it, how many seconds was that? I, yeah, three? I don't know. What, maybe? What Two? card is that? It's that's, the, the, that's the quick cut, apparently. Very quick cut. Anyway, hey, go check out the stuff on Frontline Gaming Network. Yeah, they're awesome. Okay, so who's the best fictional cat or cats? The uh, best? I mean, the best is. The are we counting Lion-O? Dude, it's a is he a cat? Then yeah, sure. Why the hell is cat? Yeah, Aslan. Oh, no, yeah. actually, no, he was he was Man. real lame. Lion-O Sam- would kick the crap out of Aslan. Samurai <laughs> freaking pizza cats. Oh. Mm, okay. Okay. Life. We're setting a bar. Yeah. We're setting a bar. Yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> my only other option would be the blue cat from Voltron. The, the blue. Yeah. Oh, the blue lion. Yeah. 
Voltron, Voltron counts, I think, is a great. I, I'm a changing fiction, my answer. As a fictional, yeah, you actually <laughs> nailed it. Voltron, <laughs> Voltron is a fictional cat. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, that is going to be. You can't beat that, actually. No. Dustin no. hasn't even answered, and Garfield. it's already. The, the, the race is already won. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, can't, uh, I can't go Garfield. I was going to go like an old school cat, Heath like Cliff. Tom. Yeah. Mm. Tom and Jerry. Tom is or Jerry is pretty unkill or Tom. Tom is pretty unkillable, right? He, uh, that guy has yeah. a two plus reroll. Yeah. He absolutely like, yeah. is unkillable. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah go that one. Yeah, we solved this one. Did you solve I'm, it? Yeah, this can is, we move on? I think okay, it's solved. Yeah. We, we oh, sorry. sorry. This uh, so what's the name and backstory of your cat themed space marine successor <sighs> chapter? <laughs> In two minutes. Less. What? Okay, oh, go. My soul. Go. Uh, go. Go, go, go. Okay, this implies that we have one. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> if any one of us can answer this quickly, we should be ashamed. <laughs> oh, uh, Fennel uh, is it? Alexander Fennel's got the Hello Kitty themed Necrons. Is it Necrons? I think he's got. He's got the pink Necrons. Uh, but that might, might so not be Hello Kitty. Kitty. Never mind. All right, Paul. It's okay, go. Hit me. Uh, so, S Sergeant Muffins uh, <laughs> likes to have his uh, his hands painted. Uh, gray uh, and his boots painted orange and uh, we call him the Tabinators. That's actually the squad he leads the is the Tabinators. Nice. Yeah. It is a group of, of Terminators all with lightning claws. Makes sense. And they they actually have Cyclone missile launchers on them but they kind of all just bat them off the tops of the Terminators <laughs> so they don't get to use them before yeah. uh, the, the round starts. So if you ever see me trying to shoot it you're supposed to say no um, Sergeant Muffins, the Tabinators cannot fire oh, no. the Cyclones because they don't have them. Yeah, makes sense. And but they are they are definitely known uh, for fighting the Battle of the Paws, the Long Paws, <laughs> the Long Paws, and that was it. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that well, yeah. I, I think you won. Uh, that 20, was yeah. We can't. 20. Nobody can top that one. That was, <laughs> I was legit, that was I was way make too it. well done. I was literally trying to think up a quip of how to make them uh, show you their buttholes as they fight you. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that would definitely be one of their, uh, one of their uh, units would do that all the time. Uh, I, uh, I don't hate what Paul just did, but I'm not sure if any of us are better for it. No, <laughs> no we, all, we are not better for it at all, but it was very impressive. Wow. Way to go. <laughs> all right. Uh, the, what 40K character is most like a cat? Lionel, right? Johnson, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's cat-like. Um, is it your brain? Most like a cat. I'm not saying he's like cat-like. <laughs> your brain is called the cat lady. That's Which true. Monica That's true. is the cat lady. She has a cat on the base. It's her familiar. I could. That could be it. But is she cat-like? Yeah. though? Cat? I have the model. Yeah. She's it, not well, cat-like. No. It's like a lynx. So yeah, sly. Yeah, sly Marbo. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's stealthy like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Well, how about uh, what's the okay? Who's the the sergeant in the ultramarines? No, became captain. Captain of the second company. If you're asking me about <laughs> space marine lore, yeah, very who's he's got the model now? Now the model's got the plume and the plasma pistol and the sword, but he used to have a model with lightning claws. Kato, 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 Sakaris. That's the one I was uh, going uh, for. <laughs> oh, yes, thanks, Chad. Cat Osicarius. Cat Osicarius. Yikes. We did um, it. We did it, boys. We did it. 
<laughs> well, I don't know whoever wrote these questions what you were expecting, but you know this is yeah, this is, is it. This is it. Is it was it everything you dreamed of? I hope I don't think so. Is this all? Did, did, did we solve? But when this he was young, to, you know, what, fierce with those claws, and now he's just a cuddly ultramarine, you know, with his hat. Someone, in his hand. someone proposed that <coughs> previously. I think that when they first saw it before we did this, um, that one of the lost factions was like the cats of the space cats or cats of war or something, and they rocked up and they were just furries, and so they were expunged and exterminated. That's sad. Um, no, it's it was what was right. <laughs> well, it had okay. to be done. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, solved. Okay, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> what aspect of cat cat's life would you adopt? I'd like to fall asleep as easy as a cat. That'd be great. Oh they goodness, sleep yeah. like two third two thirds of their life is just like where's the sunny spot? I am content and asleep. That sounds great to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Convince someone that's making me food that I only like a specific type of food, and then I would could just change my mind, and it'd be a different type of food, <laughs> and that they would have to bring me that type of food. They would feel compelled to bring me that type of food. I would just love to like to be a perpetual jerk and get away with it. Like <laughs> in all facets of life, if you were a cat, you are considered to be an absolute jerk yeah, and n- nothing but loved. It's it's pretty bullshit. It's actually kind of crazy when you think about that too. I think. Generals across the world should be studying cats of how they can pull off some of these mind tricks they do on uh, uh-huh. on human beings because it's it's impressive. For me, I think it's just being I, it close to close to Adam, just being able to comfortably sleep anywhere, anytime. Because hmm. I have trouble finding a comfortable place to sleep, even though I'm tired. Mm. Interesting. Uh, I'd I like to show you that I I can tiptoe around all of your models. And then, <laughs> and then immediately just say, "No, I've decided to run run through them all." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Man, I really thought one of you were gonna say "poop in a box," and you didn't. And I can already do that. Yeah. So, okay. You can't yeah. poop in a box. Yeah, you, you can, can, do that. You you can, can do adopt it, it in you your daily life if you want to. I can do that if I want to right now. I mean, <laughs> yeah, do it then. Can bury it if I want to as well. It's fine. We have it. We have an extra litter box. I mean, I'll start start taking a dump in the other litter box too. Get Please the cats so. to clean up. See how they like it. Yeah, that'd be great. Anywho, oh my goodness. If this is your first time watching the show, this is not all. This is not. Well, yeah, this is pretty much par for the course. Yeah, so. it, it is. It's Kathy. Uh, was the emperor a cat or a dog guy? He's a dog guy. There's no way. He's Surely, it's dog. Guy. There's no way. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Really, I love that. There's a counter. If he was a cat go, guy, go he would have been eaten by the cat by now. Yeah. See, <laughs> like, you know, dogs are are special. Like, dogs unconditionally love things. Cats, I'm not convinced. Like, and we all know the emperor. The emperor's proven to be kind of selfish. Really? Oh, he he, he himself. He himself is definitely embodies feline yeah, he, traits. He is like a cat. Yeah. Okay. But, but I would, I would, I would say he produced nothing but dogs and dog people, dog-like people. Their That's traits. what I mean. Like when yeah. you look at all the, all the like the chapters. Yeah, there's how many really cat, cat chapters there's are there? Not really, cat ones, is there? Exactly. That's why we had so much trouble with that other. Well, Paul didn't, but that's why he had so much trouble with, <laughs> with, the, other, with the other answer. The, oh, the, the amount of factions that are just dog theme more than cat theme. Look at Space Wolves alone. There's mm-hmm. no space cats. It could have been of. space. I mean, it could have been space tigers. Like, I mean, space wolves, space tigers, isn't that big okay, of a stretch? Well, it's that panthers, space li- panthers, space ligers. Ugh. 
Dogs are loyal. That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's what he tried to instill. You know, hmm. it took the chaos gods to make him unloyal. I don't think there's any any argument that anybody can make to tell to convince me that the emperor is a cat person, not a dog person. I think he's the kind he's the kind of rich guy who would have a kennel of hunting hounds like on his like his manse next to a river and he'd have one bullshit expensive Persian cat <laughs> and he'd have like just just mongrel hunting hounds out the front and just one pampered cat hanging out in the, the the master bedroom. Be a Siamese it would be it would be some Siamese Persian ugly skinless weird thing. Yeah. All right, last question. What is the best cat and mouse chase in Warhammer? Hmm. I assume we're talking about, like, I guess it could be anything, really, but, like, units that are difficult to get in and get out. Or Hmm. any kind of cat and mouse chase, I mean. Even in lore, maybe. Is there a good lore one? I don't know. Well, hmm. Cipher? Oh, oh yeah. Ooh, that's, a really yeah. Good, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a yeah. great one. That's really nice. Um, think, yeah. That's the hmm. that's the most, like, closest to literal cat and mouse that mm-hmm. I, I can think of. Aside from, like... Oh, Gaz and Yark. Uh, Gaz and Yark. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's from the chat. That is Tom and Jerry-like, the guys in the Arakwan. Yeah. Going back is uh, the, the Malkador in the previous example. I'm oh, sorry, the cat in the middle the previous example was Malkador. That's, uh... <laughs> it was. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Although he never really treated Malkador that well. Hmm. Uh, what other cat and mouse stuff? I think you guys solved it. Do you, yeah, know, you, know what the, you know what the Wily Coyote is the the Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner one? Mm. It's it's Abaddon's thirteen previous Black Crusades. <laughs> he finally got wow. through it. Yeah. It's no big deal. It's just, oh, just or uh, let's see, um, Aramon in the Black Library. We get a little bit of that's a good one to do. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I can see it. Hmm. Tyranids oh. and no. planets. Yeah, Stunesh and just Eldari in general. There's a lot of great, a lot of great winners here in the chat. Uh, so thanks, yeah. thanks for that. Because yeah, Slanesh definitely trying to catch all the uh, soul gems. Mm. Uh, yeah, I want. So we need to figure out who the bigger Pokemon master is as well. That should be a question at some point. Is it, is it Trazin who's who's caught everything? Is it Trazin the Infinite, or is it one of the, or is it Oracle? I can't well, remember which. Can't answer it now. That's that's gonna be a fun well, go. Out of time. Out of yeah. time. Yeah. Look, that is our show this week. This has been awesome. I think you know we've seen again the meta continuing surprises each and every week. Uh, I'm enjoying going down some of the lists, seeing how some of these generals are, are taking on these new challenges. Uh, continue, continuing to see the attendance for events be amazing, especially if we start to uh, round out this ITC season, getting towards the the LVO. Uh, I'm pumped. Hell yeah. I'm always excited for all these big events coming. LVO is going to be exciting. I think all three of us are going to be there, including Dickie as well. The whole FLGN might be there. The whole FLGN might be there. We I'm all nice might be there. there. Little stage show, or whatever. Hey, but yeah, see, yeah. if if you're listening to us after the fact, please do not forget to like, share, subscribe, leave us those five star reviews. You leave us five star reviews. Uh, I don't know. Good things happen to you out there. I don't know. Uh, but what it is, it definitely helps the algorithms go out and find other people to come and listen and maybe hang out with us um, for the live show as well. If this is y'all's first time hanging out with us live, welcome. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was you know cool. Uh, we certainly you know, appreciate y'all spending the time with us. Uh, we'll be back next week. Next week, a uh, whole bunch of cool stuff happening. Hopefully be able to bring you some on-the-ground coverage from wherever we are. I'm going to be 
out there for the U.S. Open Series finale uh, for Games Workshop. Yep. Um, Tech Priest Dickey will be on the ground at uh, the Boys GT as well. There's actually been a couple of boys in the field, so it should be a great weekend. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Make sure you tune in for that one too. And uh, the show being held together with uh, duct tape and spit next week as well. <laughs> That's what we do. We'll see you all next week, everybody. See, see you guys. Later.